0: Hello, and welcome to Autism Actually Speaks. I'm Drew, your actually autistic host. And today, before I jumped into the typical episodes that I want to make with this podcast, I thought I'd first make sort of an episode zero where I can explain to you as a listener what you can expect to get out of this podcast, and also take some time to give some background about myself in order to prove that I'm a fitting person to be talking about autism and related topics. So regarding expectations about what you can expect to get out from this podcast, I think the biggest one is just to expect to learn. With each episode, I'm, I'm going to actively try and correct a lot of false beliefs regarding autism. So I guess the biggest thing I can ask of you is just expect to take something out of each episode. Expect to be challenged in your beliefs and your preconceived notions about autism whenever you listen to my podcast. Another expectation from this podcast is that it's not going to be formatted like a class or a textbook or anything like that. I'm not going to have any sort of chronological progression of episodes. I don't think there's going to be any particular order in which you need to listen to my show. Um, If I do have episodes that maybe have multiple parts, I will make sure and notate that. Or if I do make an episode in which I think it's important that you listen to an episode that I've already made, I'll make sure and say that at the beginning of the episode. But by and large... Feel free to hop around and listen to random episodes. I don't think there's going to be any need to listen to my podcast from beginning to most recent unless you just follow my podcast as I put them out, which would be great. Um, another thing is that my episodes are not going to be all the same length. I can already tell that this episode is probably going to be one of my shorter ones. I'm obviously going to make sure that my episodes aren't too long or too short. If they do get too long, I'll make sure and break them into multiple parts and notate that in both of the episodes. But I don't want to limit to my, I don't want to limit myself to any sort of like, very strict particular length on an episode like always doing around 30 or 45 minutes i feel like that would just make my job a lot harder and i want each episode's length to be determined by how much I have to talk about it and how much information I want to share about that particular topic. And so I feel like with each episode and each topic, the amount that I'll want to talk about it will vary. And so I don't really think this podcast and what I want this podcast to be about really lends itself to having strict set episode times. So I just ask that you be okay with that and maybe, you know, just expect a little bit of variation. I'm not going to make like one episode be 25 minutes and then the next one be an hour and a half. They're going to relatively be close in length, but it's not going to be like 35 minutes every other week consistently. And another note on the content specifically in my podcast, I just want to make sure and clear up the fact that my podcast is Largely going to focus on autism in adults. An overwhelming majority of today's autism research and discourse, and even autism research and discourse going back since autism was first studied, is focused on children, autistic children. So I just want to shed some light on a topic and a cohort that isn't talked about enough or as much. And so I want to try my best and limit this podcast largely to talk about autism in adults. And this also isn't going to be a crash course on autism in any way, shape, or form. This isn't going to be a one-stop shop or an autism 101 kind of course. I acknowledge that there are tons of books and articles and research papers that explain the basics of autism spectrum disorder. And I trust those sources to fill in the gaps of my podcast. So if you want to learn more about autism, please look outside of this podcast. I don't expect this to be a completely exhaustive explanation of autism as a disorder. And Jumping off of that a little bit, most of my episodes will focus on a more specific topic or theme surrounding autism, and I generally want to focus on applying autism to current and historical events and just to my day-to-day life. So again, I don't really expect this podcast to be a generalized or broad description of autism, and I definitely don't expect it to be a completely exhaustive Autism 101 course. With each episode, I'm going to be focusing on a certain niche about autism and explaining that topic to completion, but I won't be hitting every single topic about autism over the course of this podcast. Another big expectation I have for this podcast is that I'm going to make episodes about topics that I enjoy researching and I enjoy talking about. And as long as something is in some way related to autism or neurodiversity in general, I think it's fair to be brought up in this podcast. So, I'm also very open to taking suggestions and ideas from y'all, so if you have any sort of autism-related stories or suggestions or topics that you think I should explore, please don't hesitate to reach out to me and let me know. To round off my expectations for this podcast, I do just want to quickly point out that I am new at this. I have never made a podcast before, I've never done anything like this where I'm sitting by myself in my room talking into a microphone and just feeling like I'm talking to a wall in my laptop. So this does feel very foreign to me. And I just ask for your patience. The more episodes I make, the better I'll get at this, the better I'll be at curating an episode and making sure that it's cohesive and it flows nice. And I'll make sure that over time that, you know, I'm speaking in a way that is engaging and entertaining. So I just ask that you have patience for, you know, my own personal growth in the art of podcasting, and I just ask that you be nice. And lastly, just to make sure that everyone has the same basic level of understanding about autism I'm planning on making my next episode be a very non-exhaustive explanation of autism in adults. This will probably be the closest to a generalized Autism 101 course that my podcast will get, but I definitely think it's important to establish that baseline of understanding to make sure that everyone has the same capability to understand my future episodes. Hopefully that gives y'all a better idea of the content that you can expect from this podcast. And so all that's left for me to do in this episode is just to give some background information about myself and prove that I'm the right person to be talking about all of this. And I will just say outright that I don't have any type of degree, whether that be an associate's, bachelor's, master's, or PhD in disability theory or psychology but what I do have is autism. So I'm not an academic or scholarly expert in autism spectrum disorder, but I am very aware of what it's like to navigate the world through an autistic brain. So I want to just take a, a moment and kind of just go through my diagnosis story, the journey that I took to finally realize that I was autistic. So throughout my childhood, I really felt out of place, especially in high school. It definitely got worse. I started puberty and that probably didn't help. So throughout my schooling and definitely throughout high school, I just felt really out of place. And I was misdiagnosed with various mental disorders. I was the term bipolar was thrown at me. I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder and these like bogus diagnoses never really sat right with me. Medical professionals would tell me to my face like, Oh, this is what you have. And I, I just couldn't help but be like, you're wrong. No, I don't have this. This doesn't feel like it's the answer. This, this doesn't provide me with any sort of closure and to just, I guess, just cope with this and try and just make myself just, I guess, be okay with that fact. I just throughout junior high and throughout high school kept telling myself that everything would just magically fix itself when I went away to college and everything that I ever struggled with during my childhood would just be Miraculously cured once I went away to college. I, when I got away from my conservative hometown and I was able to start over and be myself, and that would just be my cure, and I would be great and I would thrive and I would never think about my struggles in childhood ever again. And so that happened. I graduated high school and uh, I graduated high school in 2020 and I got to college and I felt the exact same. All my hopes were crushed. And I was upset. I still felt out of place. And I still felt that I was just different. And it was very hard. I went to college in 2021 during COVID. So that made it even harder. I was isolated a lot. We had very strict rules about people we could see and where we could see them. And it was hard for me. I was very isolated and I still felt very out of place. And I still felt that even though I got away from where I spent my childhood and I got away from that place where I, you know, made tons of bad memories, I still felt connected to that. I still felt just really bad and out of place. And then my fall semester of sophomore year, I took this seminar, or actually, I think it maybe was a class. I don't remember. It was some sort of course offered at my university. I took this class called Black Contemporary Art, and I loved it. And I was especially interested in a unit that we did on disability theories. And for one of the classes, we had to read some articles, and some of them mentioned autism. And all of these descriptions that were I were I was reading in these articles about autism just did not match my pre-existing notions about autism. And I was just really surprised and taken aback. And I emailed the professor about it and my surprise about it. And I asked for more resource, me more resources about autism to I guess help me in my research. And they sent me back tons of articles. And the more I read, the more i realized that i might be autistic everything i was reading i was just telling myself oh my god this is me finally i am seeing concrete behaviors that i display under a, under something like a disorder like autism and it was it was it was surprising i never thought growing up that i fit the label of autism i never expected to group myself into that into that disorder and i was nervous to get tested i had never really thought of myself as someone that could potentially be autistic i was nervous to get to the 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 clinician's office and for them to tell me you don't have autism and then me just realize oh my god i guess i just suck at living the more i read in my research the more i was like this is the end game like if if i get tested and i end up not having autism then i guess i just suck at life but you know i worked up my confidence and i just went through with it i contacted my well-being service through my university and i got the connections through uh like mental health professionals to get in in contact with someone that did autism evaluations, and even with insurance, I spent two hundred and fifty dollars of my own money. And after a completely exhausting autism evaluation and waiting period of a couple weeks, I got diagnosed. I officially got diagnosed medically, clinically diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. And for me, it was an extremely celebratory moment. It was a, a joyful moment for me. Finally, every quirk about myself that I could never fit in to the people around me could finally be explained by something. It, it almost, it all suddenly felt so simple. And I'd say that the biggest takeaway from my autism diagnosis journey is how without being exposed to autism in a classroom setting and without having those articles given to me through my college class, I probably would have never realized that I was autistic. Until that moment, what I had thought about autism was so far off from reality that I would probably have never seen myself applying to autism spectrum disorder, even though I have all along. And now, when I come up to people and I eventually tell them that I have autism, I very regularly get met with the response that I, quote, don't look autistic. And even this tiny exchange that I swear I've had dozens of times already is a glaring reminder of how little people know about autism and how to recognize it. There's no such thing as as looking autistic. Autistic like autism doesn't have any phenotypic traits and it's understandable to me as someone that at one point in my life knew very little about autism how other people could also know very little about autism. I still have a ton to learn about autism spectrum disorder, as do most people. And for me, doing research on autism is a huge form of self-care. Learning more about autism is in turn learning more about myself. And until now, I've just been keeping all of my research to myself. And then the idea of starting this podcast came up. It was actually my grandma who suggested doing something like this. And I thought it would be really cool to include people on my learning journey and not, you know, hoard all of this research that I was doing to myself. So a big motivation in doing this podcast was just to make sure that I was giving everyone access to all the research I was doing about something that I really cared about and I think that other people care about too. All right. Well, that's everything I really wanted to talk about in this episode. So thank you so much for listening and hopefully learning. If you would like me to expand on anything mentioned in this episode, you can email me at autismactuallyspeakspodcast at gmail.com. Also, feel free to shoot me an email with any autism-related questions, topics, stories, or recommendations for a chance for your email to be featured in a future episode. And to stay up to date on episode releases and to see unique cover art for each episode, follow the podcast on Instagram at Autism Actually Speaks Podcast. Okay, that's it. Bye, y'all.